Hey, this your boy Laws from the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980 just reminding you to go download our app. All you got to do is go to your app store and type in parentheses, the other side of sports. You get to listen to our content whenever you want. He's lying. He's lying. Dog, I'm not lying. On Mother's Mode, you can get our app at the app store on your mobile device right now. So when you're on your commute or whenever, you can rock with us. Now, on our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. Yeah. Me host Laws. Yeah. We got D, we got Shaq, yeah. we got Jeff. Yeah. Uh, we got a special guest joining us later on in the show. Uh, we talking NBA basketball. We talking NFL draft. Uh, of course, we got our question for the day. Uh, before we get into that, though, did y'all see the Infinity War jump? No, so please no. Please no. Dog, that jump was so rich. <laughs> don't, <laughs> so I don't want you to, to predispose my no. emotions, John. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Social media already leaked half the story. That's right. You already know. I don't even Yo, look at yes it. Yo, know, that's why I make sure. Oh, it's little memes good. and stuff that's giving stuff away. I'm like, no, I got to hurry up and go see. What a blow. Yeah, nah, Joan is definitely worth the purchase. Uh, got to see it. Dang, I can't say that. I can't, uh, next week, I'm spoiling, dog. You got one oh, week. Man. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, next week I'm spoiling the jump. Uh dog, it has young Kanye all the way gone. I just I just gotta say it, dog. Yeah. Bama all the way gone. Is he? All the way. All the way, dog. This Bama got up and had it went to TMZ. This Bama drove to TMZ. What? Yeah, I ain't gonna tell that before we before I came on, dog. No, yeah. how you gonna drive to TMZ to say that four hundred years of slavery seemed like a choice? The Bama said 400 years of slavery seemed like a choice to me. Bro, what are you talking yeah, about, man? I, I am in shock, dog. This Bama, his depression, dog, has, like, melted some of his brain cells. Is it depression or is it narcissism, dog? Yeah, I, I can't stamp the depression, but like like you said, uh, Aaron, like, it's something. I don't know what it is, young. I'm glad that cuz, though, you know, he tried to tell him. Like, he, he tried, you know, he's talking about how, like, how he did sign up with us. Yeah, like that's 400 years of choice. Nah, dog. Like that John was super offensive because he's like, yeah, you're on your high horse. He was like, you know, you're, you're, you know, obviously a legend in music, which you earned, but everybody else that's out there with your skin color in the normal real world society, like that stuff hurts. Like, you know what I mean? What's going on? You know? I, I was surprised. I mean, yeah. I, so I was surprised by my two piece, him, dog. He, he was heated too. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Kanye, he gone. Oh, he gone. I'm going to pray for that brother, dog, because his mind. Sunken place, dog, what's beyond that? You know, he trapped in the TV. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even call it. Uh, on our question for the day, uh, question starts out I believe, I, I believe I recently met the man of my dreams. Uh, a few months ago while I was traveling. We had been friends for a few days first, and it wasn't an immediate connection, but after one magical night together, the energetic connection was under, undeniable. What? He was the first to believe we were twin flames, but I was trying to resist because I was in a relationship. Long story short, I couldn't resist any longer, and we made love a few times. 
We fell in love with each other. By the time I left, I told him I wasn't ready to suddenly leave my relationship and we agreed to surrender. Uh, if, if it's meant to be, it'll be. A month ago, I had a past uh, regression and saw us in many past lives together as well as us together Bro, in six years. About, it was beautiful and I cried. I guess, I guess she had a, a vision or, or a dream about it. Uh, I called him to let him know about it and that I had no doubts anymore. But he said he just met someone new who he <laughs> thinks is his real uh, <laughs> his real love. I was heartbroken. I've been working hard to let him go and move on with my life, but I can't stop thinking about him every day. I'm also dealing with the feeling horrible about cheating on my boyfriend. Things have been turbulent since I've returned. I'm terrified of telling him. I'm debating if I need to, but I'm uh, harboring much guilt and it's driving me crazy. He's an incredible man and I love him dearly. I don't want to hurt him and don't feel like I can tell him tell him without explaining the whole story, which would be very hard. I'm in love with two different men, my boyfriend who adores me and my twin flame who now with someone else. I just feel really stuck and all alone right now. Any advice? Don't ask me a dumb question you don't answer to. So I just want to ask a question before y'all get into the to the break. <laughs> Go ahead. She said they were friends for a couple of days. Yeah. As if she met the battle on vacation. It's really ridiculous. Yeah. We had been friends for a few days first. And it wasn't immediate. It wasn't an immediate connection. But after one magical night. That's right. You already know. So, <laughs> so she's on vacation and like just breaking this down, let's say in theory, like she goes on vacation for a week. So she's saying the first couple of days of that week, like they was friends and they was just kicking and getting to know each other. But then yeah, she, she saw, she saw him at the bar or something. And you know, they was talking, making small talk. She was kind of hang, trying to hang back because she had a boyfriend, but right. cuz on vacation. So you already know where he was at. That's right. You already he know. Savage. His vacation so like He was single too. Like he didn't have yeah. no, yeah, he ain't had no connection. So, of course, you know, he touched her butt. She fell into the vortex. <laughs> and now... Yeah. She, she's still dreaming about the battle months later. Hasn't told her boyfriend, but yet she's in love with her boyfriend. She feels horrible, has all this guilt. You know, that that's basically the synopsis. What she feels horrible about is that dude don't want her no more. She's right. not horrible about and the boyfriend. She, and the ding, fact ding, that ding, she ding. did that and he don't even want her. Like, that's what... So it's just like... She that feels stupid. That's what she meant. Yeah. Not lonely. I feel stupid. That's what she did. Yeah. Right. She, she feels bad now that the one that she really wanted is the one that got away. And now she's stuck with what she's kind of like selling for at this point. It's not her twin flame. But according <laughs> to her, this, according to her, he's an incredible man. <laughs> he wasn't incredible yeah. when she was on vacation, though. Clearly. Right. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. But he's probably, uh, a, he's probably a good dude that probably loves her probably more than 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 what she does you know what i'm saying towards him oh you're saying imbalance in the, in the relationship yeah and so he's a good dude and she that's why she's probably with him like it's a good dude but then she found that one at least in her eyes and that was the upgrade yeah, and then she just mark anthony was salsa dancing in her face <laughs> <laughs> Trying to move his hips on her, she couldn't. She ain't know what to do. So that's what it's like to me. It's it's the it's the regret of 
losing out now and not having at all what she wants. So what's the advice for her? What she need to do? She need to just... Keep her legs closed on vacation first. Oh, oh, oh man. man. Why are you doing that? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, if you, go, if you supposedly in a relationship and you in love and he's so good to you, keep your legs closed to other bammers when you're on vacation. That gets rid of the whole problem. You're not writing into the show if your legs is closed. Right. Or get it cracking and then just be, let it be what it is. But you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Nah, that's facts. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if she, like, the thing is, maybe she thought that way because they're not married, you know. But I, I say, at the same token, like you said, she's doing all of this confessing her love for her boyfriend, but yet you out here getting it in with some dude, some random. Let him stroke some. See if it's they not married. She ain't gonna have none of that rationale. When she mm-hmm. crying in the corner, talking about, I can't believe you did this to me. All of a sudden, <laughs> you know how it goes, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dog, it sounds like to me. She's shopping for draft picks out, out here, trying to see what she can get. Try and get caught, though. Yeah, no, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna say that, like, you truly don't love your boyfriend. Like, that's you don't it. love your boyfriend. Period. Because if you loved your boyfriend, then you would, that's you know, true. you would sacrifice. I don't think she do. Her well, actions don't don't say to me she does. What kind of love are we talking about here? That's the first thing. I mean, that's the part that kind of gets kind of like in the gray area. She might love him, but she definitely looking to upgrade. That's like, it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, nah, that's facts. I mean, I, it, I well, I guess it depends like on the definition of love. Because I think love is sacrificial. It's it's it, if you love somebody, you're gonna deny you yourself. You talking about? You talking about? You talking about? You talking about marriage, though? Yeah, you talking about? You talking about actionable that love? Agape, that agape, yeah, that, that agape, actionable love. You're not talking about the feeling love. She's talking about the feeling love. So she, so yeah. she felt something different when she met this other guy. And see that type of love. <laughs> But that joke is fluke. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the yeah. the, the feeling love, dog. That joke get you know what I'm saying? Uh, a Bama buy you a rose off the street from the street corner, Bama, and now you all of a sudden you feel different. Like it just it's too it's too flimsy. It is it's no merit behind it. So Can't do it. Plus, yeah, she, too. she definitely throw that word around, dog, real loosely. Like he hit you a couple times and you fell in love. Like right. this is not a movie from the 50s. <laughs> dog, how many how many questions do we get from the listeners? About young is basically being sprung because dudes y'all did them down, dog. That's what exactly, dog. Like that's all. That's what the bottom line is, dog. She fell in love to off some dude she just met. Like, like that makes me think that, like you said, like she doesn't know what love is because like it's a difference just between smashing the joint and like actual like loving a person and being in love and and all the things that go with that. Yeah. So I, I don't think. She what she needs to do is the to really think about where she's currently at in her situation. Get maybe you don't need to be with this guy no more. Maybe as good as he is, maybe you don't deserve him. Maybe it just right. doesn't work. Maybe it's not compatible. You know you can't yeah. say that to a woman. They deserve yeah. the world, all of them, no matter what they ever do. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy in particular. I just feel like. <laughs> That wasn't her first time, probably, with the wandering eye. Like she had somebody, and it was good, and he's probably reliable, and he's that guy. But yeah, it is about my good provider, dog. Yeah, he's exactly. 
probably calls her queen and he does the right thing on birthdays and Valentine's Day and anniversaries or whatever, how long they've been together. And so... He washed the car out. He washed the car out. This man would get the mask clean in the car. Go pump her gas and everything. Don't. <laughs> say pump. Hold on. Hold on. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing no, no, wrong I'm with that. I'm not saying if y'all in the same car, but I'm saying the Bamas that go take their woman car and go put gas in it and bring the drink back to the house. Nah, Harold, the thing, obviously, we know it's nothing wrong with it, but it definitely make you look suspect when you're doing all that and then you're young and cheats, though. That's when it's like, right. Ah. Right. Alabama got her legs up in there. Hold on, y'all. That's the, that's the thing. I, I just felt like what she, what you, to this young woman, I believe that what you really experienced was intense infatuation and not love. And, and it was and new. So, and yeah, and it was new. And it was something that you may have been lacking in your current relationship. And you found it in this man in your vacation time, however long that duration was. And so this is not love. This is simply infatuation. And it was good to you. And you, and it feels like it's love. But you don't know what kind of person this guy was outside of that vacation. You don't know what he is and, and the ins and outs of who he is. And, his, you know, I'm his... Gonna you, I'm going to tell you what kind of dude he is, though. The rabbit told her he... I mean, he could be the he could have been the twin flame, but you don't know that. Nah, dog. Not not in the, not in the vacation time. Nah, nah, man, you now you yeah, you're not gonna find that out on vacation. That's fact. Nah. That's so something you not. Give a disclaimer to women about men on vacation. The number if a dude is on vacation and a woman is not with him, it's ninety nine point nine percent chance his number one goal while on vacation is to close the deal. He lying. He's lying. He lying. Oh my God. Like, stop <laughs> traveling and thinking that you, like, a woman goes on vacation to relax and kind of get away from a lot of times, like, their everyday life dance and stuff with, like dance that. With her girls. And it's like new beginnings kind of going on. And then you meet some dude, he hit the drain, and then you think, oh, this is the beginning of something. No, it's probably the end. Like, especially <laughs> if y'all not from the same place. Like, right. that's right. You already know. <laughs> Just use your brain, dog. That's it. It sounds too good to be true. It ain't true. (laughs) All right, on to some sports. Uh, We got the NFL draft happened last Thursday. We got some winners, some losers. Uh, Who you think? Who you think they had the best draft? When you look back at it, well, it depends. I mean, what about the Browns? They had the number one pick. They came out, got Baker Mayfield. Then it went Denzel Ward, cornerback. Jeff, you 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 not really mad at the, the the second pick they had with that number four spot, but D Aaron, y'all. No, I mean I'm not mad at it. I I'm like Denzel Ward as a corner. I think he's athletic. He has potential. Um, it's just that Chubb was still on the board at that point. Bradley Chubb, who in some regard is the best player in the entire draft, and to be able to get him at four or trade back and get the cornerback, I just feel like. Um, but that's what I would have done. Of course, they have their own plan for their own team, and they don't have any secondary. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I understand the pick. Uh, and so, but my question is, they must have deemed Denzel Ward, like his value, head and shoulders above the next cornerback on the draft. Like, 
So they might have, they, they probably thought that talent was a big enough gap to say, let me grab him now because the next guy is just not on his level. And so that's why they got him number two. So they filled the need. I would have preferred Bradley Chubb too, but I get why they chose Denzel Ward. And they got Nick Chubb too. They got a great running back, but I don't understand. They, they're kind of running back. Backfield is kind of clogged, clogged a little bit now. They got a lot of running backs. They do the same thing, kind of. Yeah, I, I just... They did get Antonio Callaway out of Florida. I like him a yeah. lot, man, but he felt he he the drug test in the combine, so I was like, I don't know how serious he's taking football right now. Yeah, he's going to be in the program off the break. And the fact that he's with he's with Gordon, too? You put him and Gordon together? <laughs> that's right. You already know. That's, oh, dog. That's a bad combination. But, but that might be a good combination. Who knows? Maybe Gordon could give him some insight about that's what he went through. And maybe that's, to... maybe that's why they brought him on it. Maybe that's why they, they took a chance on him. Because they were like, they took a know, chance we got on a guy Gordon, that could so, yeah. mm-hmm. That's You're right. I like we'll it. find out I mean, soon. You get, that's yeah. it. Overall, what, what grade would you give him? I Brown. say B+. Plus. B+. Plus. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Whatever team, shock. Who had the worst? I think the Bears had a great draft. The Chicago Bears. Okay. Um, they got Rokon Smith, who was mm-hmm. arguably one of the top linebackers in the draft. And, you know, he's going to probably outside. He's a great linebacker. And then they got James Daniels in the second round, who I thought was the best, like center in the draft period. They they're going to probably move him to guard, but I think he's really good. He's like a day one starter. And then they got Anthony Miller. In the in in the third round, it, was it third round? They got second, second, second. second. No, nah, it was oh. in the second. Yeah. So they second, had more than one second pick. They had two yeah. second round picks. Yeah, two seconds and a fourth. Okay. So I guess they moved up. Oh yeah, nineteenth. So, that's second. right. So getting him to me, he's a player that no one's really talking about uh, at wide receiver, and so getting Anthony Miller to pair him up with Allen Robinson. I mean, Mr. Trubisky needs all the help he can get. Yeah. At, at you know. In terms of weapons, and then you add him with Tariq Cohen, the human joystick. They they got a little bit of weapons now, in uh in Chicago, you know, offensively. So I like what they did as well. Well, who had it worse? Dallas Cowboys. No. no! Yeah. <laughs> well, nah, dog. Dallas Cowboys. It wasn't that bad, though. It was bad. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't Go got ahead, the t- answers. Say, say why you think it so, was. So so say say why it's bad because if I say that, the, my the fans gonna attack me. They gonna attack. They gonna attack you anyway. If I say it, I don't be with IG talking to them. That's you, dog. (laughs) You right. right. So go ahead, give it to them, dog. No, I want to hear why you think the Dallas Cowboys had the worst. Oh, the dude that they drafted number one overall, nineteenth, Vander Esch, in the first round, dog. (laughs) They had to go to show Grainy High School basketball footage of this Bama to get highlights. (laughs) You a (laughs) bum? They had a desperate need at wide receiver. They. Didn't take a receiver. And then when they, um, in the second round, when they were about to draft, uh, who was the tight end out of, um, who jumped in front of him to take the tight end in the he second round? He's talking about Hurst? He's talking about Hurst? Uh, no, nah, Hurst nah, went first He's talking about, talking about Dallas, uh, what's the guy's name? The next, the second best tight end in the draft. He was standing right there, and instead of Dallas moving up to get him, a team jumped right in front of Dallas and took him right before. So it's just like, I don't feel like they... They really fixed any of the the glaring needs that they had, which I say are number one wide receiver. Ended up being tight end. Right. And then second Dallas Goddard. So it's like they just had a trash draft. And I felt like And one more thing to add on to what you just said, the the to me their biggest need was secondary help. 
and they didn't address it at all. They didn't and, draft one player in the secondary. Right. And and I think what Dallas did last year to kind of like hide how bad the secondary was was keep, play keep away with the football. We're going to run, run, run around the clock and you're never yeah. going to touch it. And then so it makes... So, so, so I'm glad... Right. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that because people try to tear me down. Oh, we don't need a corner. We don't need secondary. We don't... I'm like, dog, y'all didn't have no takeaways last year. Because y'all run the ball so aggressively, you know what I'm saying? Teams is not going to like pass all world on y'all, but y'all didn't have no takeaways. Y'all were like bottom of the league in takeaways. And to add to that, they were one of the worst teams. They Teams completed 60, 66% of their completions against them. So that's terrible. That's why they play keep away because teams were just completing balls and completing passes at a high rate. And right. so... I just look at it as it didn't really help their secondary at all. I feel like Dallas mainly just added players. Cannot win with but them. They didn't really add players that they needed. They just added players to the roster to kind of fill the roster out. I mean, they did add Michael Gallup, who I like a lot at wide receiver. They added Bo Scarborough on the, you know, on their last pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, that was a that good, was a good pick. Um, so they did do some good things. I just feel like at the top of the draft, they didn't do what they really needed to address some of the needs they had in the draft at all. And that's like a balance yeah. between draft and like draft need and then talent. But they didn't do they didn't really do either yeah. one in my yeah. opinion. They they left some money out there. That's what you're telling me. They right. they could have they could have really did they, better, but they left. Yeah, they drafted like they were closer than they really are. Like they drafted like they're the team from two years ago instead of the team from last year. And I don't know that you could put all of that on um the suspension of um Elliot. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I just don't think you can put all like it was like a death draft. And the, the tight end is Dallas Goddard. Philly jumped right in front of him at 17. Yeah, Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Took him. So I'm going to tell you who I think had a worse draft than them, though. Jacksonville. I yeah. thought their draft was... They had one pick I liked a lot, the uh, DJ Chark, of course. That was the um, that was the main one that I liked after losing Allen Robinson yeah. and her. But everything else, yeah. They, they probably feel like they don't need a whole lot, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I mean... If you look at their roster from what they had returning from the AFC Championship game, like they probably feel like that they squared away, but that still don't mean you don't draft. Right, just say half and be close. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, Reds, the Redskins had a good draft, though. I know right. I criticized them a lot. I really yeah. like their draft. You was hating on, uh, you know, you know Darius guys. I like him a lot, man. I, I just, I wasn't hating. No, so, just... so, so let me I ask you this question. That's all. <laughs> is Doug is Doug what is Doug Williams leaving his stamp on his roster? It looks like no. It's John is, is, is uh Bruce Allen out of here, dude. Rumor he, is he about to go over to back to Oakland with John Gruden. That's what they are saying. He wouldn't address. He wouldn't address it though. So that means it's true. There's some yeah, truth to it. Right? He out of there. Right. That means he out of there. But Yo, then again, Bama's live a party. Right. <laughs> Bruce I feel like Allen he would have said no if it wasn't like if there was no truth to it, he would have been like, no, that's not true. Right. But you know, I I would, and, and generally speaking, I agree with you. But you know, there have been them times where where Bama said that they weren't bouncing, and then they they ended up bouncing. Yeah, definitely so, a college football. There's precedent for that <laughs> for sure. Uh-huh. Definitely a college football. They like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I don't even want to hear from that team, and then they up and go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, real quick, one more other. I mean, there's a couple of the drafts that I like. I like the the Bucks. I mean, they got Vita Vea, and people like they don't realize what that really was. And you think about what they did with Vita Vea. They got JPP. 
You got Gerald McCoy. They got Vinny Curry. <laughs> that defensive line is going to be hurting people. And then they, they got Ronald. They have They have to. already loaded on offense. They have to win or the coach has to go, though. And then they got Ronald Jones out of USC, who I thought was a great running back. Like, a you know, no, a fast shit. That's what I'm saying. That That is the kicker. That's nice. Hey, he's vicious. And so you lost Doug Martin and you get him to replace him. I think that's a great pickup. They got two good cornerbacks. I like mm-hmm. Carlton Davis. He's a big, strong corner. You know what I'm saying? And they could have used some probably more old line help, but they did. They did a heck of a job too. I'm not. You give him an A. You give him an A. I, I, I hate giving grades. It's too early to give an A. Yeah, unless you get to out the park, though. I, I just hate giving grades. I like this. I just like to say they have a lot of potential with the on paper they what did. they did. They did good. They did really good, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I just feel like the future is bright. It looks yeah. good. It feels good. Right, okay. bro. Trying and to well, tell you something. And the last team I want to add is Green Bay. They ended up getting Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson at the position Ooh, that they severely back beat. To back. Yeah, yes. so I like that. You can tell they you could tell they came in that jump on a mission. They were very deliberate, very, you know, um, you know, strategic about who they was going to add to that roster. And adding them two is going to improve their secondary tremendously. And at different points in the season, both of them were mentioned as potentially being the best corner in the draft. And so to get both right. of them. To get both. You know what I mean? yeah. Which is, which is yeah. pretty insane. I thought we had a good draft of Giants. But some people don't like it because they think we didn't get a good value in um, Barkley. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, because they say Barkley will be the fourth highest paid running back in the league because of where he got chosen in the draft. So the value is not there for him like quarterback. What? People so. always talking like that money is coming out of their tax money. <laughs> That's what I don't get. When Bama started talking about like running backs getting paid and all that, you about to have a quarterback that make twenty seven million dollars off the books complete. Like, right. Stop it. Exactly. And and furthermore, do you know how many rushing to team touchdowns we had last year? Can anybody guess? Zero. Six. Goodness gracious. <laughs> team touchdowns. Team six? rushing touchdowns was only six. <laughs> That's crazy, dog. <laughs> Horrible. So. Yeah. Nah. That that is bad. Um, just looking at yeah, no, nah, I thought the skins did a good job. Hopefully, Bruce Allen's out of here. Cannot win I like what, what Doug Williams is doing with the team. <laughs> I want Doug Williams is doing. I, I like what he's doing with the team. I didn't like. I like I that he's like putting his stamp on. I, didn't I know like you it. don't like it because we in the division. You know what I'm saying? But hey. I like what he did. What? Yeah, you no, know, that Deron Payne joint. That's the one I didn't oh, like at all. I was like. Man, so, why did I had to pick him? And you got Jonathan Allen coming off. See, they, you see, they trying to do that that uh, Alabama connection with yeah, this squad, real, though. On the low, run from you right now. How good you look? Uh, and, and I like it, though. I like, I like that. I like that they're, you know, they're trying to build some camaraderie in the team, and and really, I mean, especially with all the threats that's that's going to be in the NFC East this year, probably you know be the toughest. You know why they did that though? They had to do that in a sense. Because Elliot Barkley, Jay Is he still with the Eagles? Oh, he's yeah. still there. Okay. Yeah. So they got. I mean, the running the running backs in the NFC East currently could be ridiculous, and so you had to add, you know, Deron Payne to that to kind of stop those guys. I get it. I just don't like that they got Deron Payne. That's all. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love and, it. I hey, love. This is the hey. first time I watched the draft, and I was hype. Science. That's right. You already know. Hey, I was what the, the Broncos too? They did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot hey, about it. Oh. the Broncos. Not. I mean, granted, they got Chubb, and everybody knows Chubb with Von Miller's gonna be crazy. Like how when they had Demarcus Ware and all that stuff. But 
they got Sutton and they got Deshaun Smith. I mean, um, Deshaun Hamilton out of mm-hmm. Penn State. I'm going to tell you, Deshaun Hamilton is a beast. Like, people are saying now that could be the replacement for the for Thomas and, and Sanders. But those two guys alone are, are ridiculous. And if they get that young quarterback to, to kind of mature, you get that chemistry with those two guys, bruh. Broncos did their thing in the draft, man. For real. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be out of the league in five years? <laughs> Allen, for sure. Well, we don't know about out of the league because you know the white guys that get retreaded as backups. But yeah, um, right. Allen, I think, has the um, biggest potential to be no longer considered a starter or a high ceiling guy in the next two to three years. You think so? I don't know about Allen is such a tricky guy. I mean, college did horrible, but he has those intangibles and he, I don't know, man. With this but there's guy. no precedence for me of That's the an problem. intangible guy becoming a success that didn't have success. That. You're right like, about that. There's never been a guy ever to, to do that. That's true. What were you going to say, Jeff? What about... Uh, Nah, nah, I was just going to ask, you know, basically what y'all were saying. Like, has oh. there ain't been anybody who in college kind of had basically the subpar numbers, but in the next level, they they were kind of like, because I know that can kind of happen sometimes in other sports, but with the quarterback and in football, like I haven't really yeah. kind of seen So the, all, the closest thing I've seen is Matt Castle at, um, at USC. I think he didn't start like his last two years or something like that. And still ended up having a career, but you don't draft a guy number seven overall. You know what I mean? They right. end up being Matt right. Castle. Um, I think also Tom Brady got benched um, partway through his uh, college career for Drew Stanton, I think it was. But he had success. You know what I mean? He played. It wasn't like he was trash and they benched him. They just felt like, oh, this guy got legs. You know what I mean? He might offer something different. And you know how those college coaches think. But it's right. never been a guy, I think, I've seen to throw 55% and... <laughs> 120 yards in the game and right. get drafted this high and then be successful. Like, I've never seen it. Uh, well, we're going to see. We're definitely going to see the outcome of that. All right. We are joined by Elliot Meredith on the line with us. What's up, bro? What's good, man? What's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing? What's going on? What's up, bro? Duh, so, you know, we got you... We, Got you on the show, uh, here, here to talk about, you know, basketball, you know, WAU's uh, own alumni. Uh, he played overseas, um, is a musician, you know what I'm saying? Just a man of many talents. Uh, talk to us about, like, you know, y- your music stuff, man. I-, I-, I heard your stuff and I was like, oh, my man can sing. He all right. What's up? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Um, you know, a lot of musicians start up in the church, you know what I'm saying? And I'm no different than them. And, you know, everybody's been brought up singing like children's choir and this choir, that choir, whatever. And me, you know, so I always had a, a passion for music. It's always been in the household, you know. Yeah, introduced, you know, a little jazz, obviously the gospel, Christian music, whatnot, a little soul, a little different things here and there. And, um, you know, I, I kind of found my niche and, and, and enjoyed writing music, enjoyed how it sounds, how to enjoy listening to different artists, and um, got a chance to actually record one time. I actually helped with a friend of mine out with an EP that he was putting together, and uh, from then on, I was like, man, I want to make music on my own. So it kind of like branched out when I uh, got introduced to different musicians uh, at WAU, my man uh, Adrian Chambers, my man Bassman, uh, a few other people. 
I got introduced to some producers and um, I just turned what I enjoy doing or into, you know, a passion and uh, a way to witness as well. So it was good. That's what's up, dog. And, it, and it's good, dog. It's good. The clap, clap your hands song you got out on uh, SoundCloud right now, about to be on iTunes. Uh, you know, I'm going to play it on the show a little later for the, for the for the people to hear it. You know what I'm saying? They can check you out. Uh, but you also hoop too, man. So, you know, to just talk a little bit about like just your experience playing overseas and being in that environment and, you know, being here and still playing ball. Man, I, you still got your athleticism and stuff. Like I can't do it like I used to. So, you know, I kind of envy, envy the young young guys is out here still uh, balling and hooping, chasing their dreams. And so, so tell me a little bit about that. Status, bro. I got you. Um, you know, basketball is also another thing that's been in the family. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, dad played. Mom played in high school. Um, you know, my dad, you know, went uh, as far as he could go before I was born. I know he wanted to go a little bit further. Um, but uh, like I said, basketball has always, you know, been a passion of mine. Um, I got a chance to play at WAU. Um, and I'm I'm a little older as well. I'm not I'm not that young, but uh, I was I was blessed to go through some things at WAU, um, even through injury or whatever. And um, you know, got to go to Las Vegas to a little exposure camp, and that really started Bought out there. Yeah, yeah, it started off for me. I, um, I got a couple offers, one in Mexico and one in Argentina. So um, I was I was feeling pretty good. You know, something that you dream to do, you know what I'm saying, as a little kid and, you know, just play professionally. Um, so it was cool. The experience was great. You know, they took care of you. you know, they paid for your food. They paid for this and that and transportation and, you know what I'm saying, also a little money in the bank as well. So I was like, man, this can't be, a, this can't be my job right now. I, I must be dreaming. You know what I'm saying? It's really a dream job if basketball is your passion. Um, but unfortunately, when I was out in Mexico, I got sick. Uh, I got food poisoning uh, before the season started. And, um, you know, as much as, you know, basketball, as much as you are wanted, you know what I'm saying, you can also be replaced just that quick. And so mm-hmm. I found myself coming back home because I couldn't, you know, perform the way that I'm supposed to. I couldn't go to practice because I had this this uh, the stomach flu. And uh, it dehydrated me. I couldn't couldn't even practice so um you know what i'm saying so they brought a new american in and kind of sent me home and actually after that happened i was like was this a, is this a sign like am i supposed to be doing this you know should i should mm-hmm. i keep going should i keep fighting and for a while i was just like man maybe this shouldn't be what i be you know what I'm saying what i should be doing but um every time i, I just had something pushing me to you know say keep working out keep going and i still had different connections and so you know the fight is still going on. I actually have a couple a couple workouts coming up this uh, this weekend. Actually, hopefully uh, some some G League workouts. So um, okay. yeah, man, I'm just I'm just like you said, just keep fighting, keep keep pushing on because you know if this is something you love doing and, and you know what I'm saying it's it's you got to push through the bad times, you know, to see what you're made yeah. of. So um, I'm, I'm gonna keep going until you know I can't go anymore. <laughs> That's what's up, dog. Definitely rooting for you, you know what I'm saying? Prayers up to you on your behalf, you know what I'm saying? I know God gonna make sure you you straight, you know, either way. You know, he got a plan and it's gonna get executed. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I'm just glad that you, you know, you good, 
you know, music. I, I, I hear you, bro. You making waves in, in the community, dog. So, you know, definitely anxious to hear, like, you know, next upcoming projects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what, what's your take on, on, on the playoffs so far? Any Who, who going to win it Man. all? Who you got if you pick? I- Man, let me just tell you, I'm from Cleveland, so you know I'm, I'm rooting for. Oh, you bandwagon, dog! So you know, I'm from Cleveland, so I'm, I'm rooting for my boys. But you know, it's sad to say, man, it's not the same championship team, man. It's really not. LeBron doing all that he can do out there, and um, you know, some some say it's it's. He, it's only so much he can do, you know what I'm saying? Even with the 40 points and triple doubles and everything, um, it, it's tough for them. But I, I, I want to say I do like Donovan Mitchell, man. Yeah. I like his game a he's lot, nice. man. He, he attacks the basket, you know what I'm saying? And even though he's a rookie, you know what I'm saying, he's patient. He, I feel like he's smart with the ball, you know what I'm saying? He hit the three ball occasionally, you know, he, he hustled. Um, I, I really like seeing what they're gonna do, but you know them Rockets is some bad boys, man. James Harden ain't gonna play with, and Chris Paul too. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be tough. Tough to get past. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm really disappointed in the Portland Trailblazers, though, man. I didn't expect them to get swept like that. Cause uh, I didn't expect them to get swept, but I, I expected them to lose, though. I you did. Seen, Shoot, I didn't see them getting hey. swept. I ain't seen him getting swept, but you know, I I just didn't. As much as Dame Lillard, like I like him as a player, I just knew that they team didn't have enough to really do nothing for real. I'm going with uh, the Warriors, man. I think they're gonna win it all. I, I'm not even. Going. I ain't messing with. I ain't messing with these new these new guys, man. Still, huh? You. you. When when did you become a Warriors fan? When did you start? I'm not the not not even dog. Not even. Oh okay uh, okay. I was about to say, dang, everybody trying to jump shit. Yeah man, but we appreciate you coming on the show, man, and, and rapping with us, uh, Elliot. You know what I'm saying always welcome guests. You know definitely gonna share your music, push you on as much as much as I can from our platform. Uh, you know keep doing what you're doing, keep striving. You know what I'm saying? We'll check back with you, man. See where you at. If you get the Nike shoe deal, you know what I'm saying? You can go ahead and sponsorship. We're going to need that. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah, I just, like I said, man, you know, music is, is, is a passion of mine. I just, just enjoy doing that. And um, honestly, I'm working on a few other songs right now. It's just you know, it's difficult trying to, you know, schedule studio time and along with work schedule and and this and that and, and being married and, and all that good stuff but um, I appreciate sure. all the prayers man I appreciate all the support you know what I'm saying I appreciate the radio station you keep doing your thing I see you making waves too you know what I'm saying follow you on the gram and stuff like that so um, just everybody helping each other out man that's what it's about so I appreciate you for real man alright bro be blessed I'll talk to you alright appreciate you that's Elliot Meredith ladies and gentlemen WAU's own uh, making waves out here, dog. Um, uh, on to some basketball. NBA playoffs is back. We in the thick of things. We in the second round now. Uh, OKC gone fishing. Is Westbrook a loser? Is he a certified? Is he certified loser now? So we got a context loser though. Cause it's what fifteen teams that didn't make the playoffs at all. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you know I, mean? I think what you speak, what he's just speaking on in terms of like 
when it comes to playoff basketball and actually winning and, you know, leading your team to a championship. I'm imagining that's what you kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never win the chip with Russ in the bowl in his hands. Nah, dog. Right. Like, yeah. it's just, I mean, he's so far gone. I mean, we, we've talked about this on a number of occasions on how, you know, basically, like, the whole organization and the different coaches, like, they've kind of let him do what he wanted to do and never really coached him or sit him down when he take wild shots and different things like that. And, you know, it's just crazy to me. Like, never have I seen, you know, somebody who is almost like their Teflon. Like, I know people criticize Russ, but Bama's are always like, you know, I'll take Russ on my team. He plays so hard. I love the way he played. But what about in the last five minutes of the game he's time to win? Like, that mysteriously just always goes untalked about, it seems. so. What more do you want from me? <laughs> I, I didn't think that him and KD was going to win a chip, so I wasn't surprised at all when KD left. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you all uh, probably echo those sentiments. Yeah, and this definitely takes some heat off of KD. I still don't necessarily love going to the Warriors, but this in a lot of ways justifies... Him like, man, I can't, I can't stay with this dude. Like, I gotta go somewhere. Right. Cause PG about to bounce. <laughs> right. <see> out of there. <laughs> you gone. Now, what I will say though is I don't think he'll win a championship there. I think, like Jeff was saying, he's too enabled there. And for you to try to reel him in or anything like that, I think it would just create like a negative relationship where he would feel attacked. He has to probably go get so like you, a So you saying he gotta he gotta get a, a humility check where he he feels a little bit of humility having to go to a team where he has to be, you know what I'm saying, a secondary and it's not his Not show. even necessarily that, but just go to a place where you're not already enabled to the point where all your bad habits are accepted. Like, go somewhere where you're mm-hmm. going to be coached. Like, I don't love Billy Donovan, and I sure as hell don't love Scott Brooks. You know what I think about him <laughs> as a coach. So we can't necessarily all put this on Russ because people are always going to do what you allow them to do. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like if you send him somewhere different where somebody's going to actually coach him, and if he's going to be receptive to the coaching, then maybe you could see something different from him. I don't expect that, that would be the case, but I mean. Right. I mean, he this probably like his 10th year. Like, he is what he is, dog. Right. I mean, yeah, he is what he yeah. is, dog. He ain't about to change. <laughs> Elliot brought up LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Are they going to beat the, the Toronto Raptors? Nah, is that going to happen? Uh... I mean, I, I actually think I actually think the Raptors gonna get him this year. Like, I like I, I think that I could remember I picked against LeBron um, only two times before, and I could say that I'm one and one with that. So, um, but I think that the complete team of the Raptors, I think if they don't beat him this year, like it, it's hard pressed to see that they'll ever beat him because you have to imagine like whether LeBron is in Cleveland, like they would get more help or if he just goes somewhere else in a free agent, he's going to go to a team that's, you know, uh, tailor-made for what he's trying to do when he comes in there. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that the Raptors with their bench and stuff, because their bench was what beat us. Like Van Fleet in that game six, he was just like too much. Man. He didn't <laughs> play the whole series. We might have lost in five. I mean, heck, you know, so... Um, but yeah, I think I think Toronto is gonna get him this time because Bron just don't have the horses. I don't know, dog. I'm telling you, Stern's orders can make a Bowie squad win, dog. I'm telling you. Did y'all see that Pacers jump? Did you see see my man Nick uh, uh, Darren Collison get the, the Phantom Tech? What? 
Yeah, that joint was kind of weak. The Phantom <laughs> Tech, dog? Phantom Technical? You can't beat Phantom Technicals, dog. I'm trying to tell you. This is where we're going to find out, though. We're going to find out if it's Stern's orders because everything basketball-related says Toronto should win the series. Everything. That That's it. That's it. We're going to see. So if they end up, Bama's, if they end up winning this show, we going to know. We gonna know. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here. Cause it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. It ain't gonna be ain't gonna be up for discussion. We're gonna know for sure. Uh the Rockets on the other hand, yo, is James Harden the best offensive player we've ever seen in our lifetime? Uh, you don't remember KD though? Right over the head of the same cup? Uh, you you actually, Aaron, he don't, because remember what, what he was talking on the last show. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> no, <go ahead. laughs> He's lying. He lying. Oh my god. <laughs> so no. oh, we gonna get to KD. Hold I on. might be the most skilled though. I I'll give you like to be able to shoot and handle the ball and finish at the rim like that, I can't think of a whole lot of players that had all three of those abilities, but it's some nasty dudes over there in that West, though. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's true. Like, I mean, and the thing about it is when he has the shot going, like, it's his game is, like, on another he's level. Because, yeah, he's unguardable. Yeah, because a lot of times he'll get to the line so much, and, you know, the teams that usually do the best against Houston don't foul uh, him when he when he's attacking because of the way he can torch his body and, you know, uh, like, when contact, he's in the lane. And so, yeah, like, I, it's just, like, when he has that jumper going, though, man, yeah, it's tough. Uh, is, uh, does Utah Jazz have a chance? Or they? To win uh, or get a couple games? To win. What's this the hell, though? No! <laughs> <laughs> even, though they're, even though they're, like, super tough at home, I think Houston still splits in Utah. So, like, this might be a gentleman's sweep in five. Uh, the Warriors right now, they playing the Pelicans. Jeff, you were right, man. KD gonna be KD. I, I, I see, I'm gonna I'm be the bigger man. I'm gonna be the bigger man. I'm gonna just be the bigger man. Andre ain't got no choice, huh? You a better man than me. You was like, yo, you know. I, if you weren't gonna say he Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis got back to see you. Know, Y'all know me. Andy Davis got shut down. They they put the clamps on him. I mean, I think he'll break loose this game, but KD was KD. But I say this much. Klay Thompson, that Bama, young, he metamorphed, dog. This Bama was the White Ranger, dog. This Bama blew the little whistle, the little, the little recorded jump. Dog, all I know is that Bama was, couldn't miss. He was, he couldn't miss. They're making Rondo's inability to shoot so glaring in this series. And it kind of was similar to what happened to the 76ers last night. Like, they're forcing these guys who can't shoot to shoot the ball. Right. And I think they're going to even, like, even like we tell John Wall, you're going to have to at least take some of the shots, even if you don't miss them. Take them with confidence to make guys at least think about running out there. Because it just hampered what they're able to do with Anthony Davis, um, not being able to catch those lobs or guy or having Rondo being able to beat anybody with penetration because they just standing ten feet off of. Yeah, nah, that's facts. I mean, when you think about it, like you almost like if you can't shoot, like that significantly lowers your ceiling on the type of player you potentially could be. Right. Like because you'll have all these other great attributes, but like in today's game, like shooting 
is so major. Like it's like you said, it's so glaring when a player can't shoot and they'll just back off you. That's what Pop used to do to LeBron. Like go under them screens, go around, make him knock down them Jays. And so like that's kind of like you said, the same approach that the coaches are applying um, to to Rondo, to whoever's Ben Simmons, and they're gonna make these guys like uh, knock those things down. Rondo will be a Hall of Famer if he could shoot the ball a little bit. There's so many other things he brings to the game, dog, as a point guard, especially like one of those old school distributing point guards. If he could shoot right. a little bit, like his like, legend would be completely different to what it is. Yeah, he got a little Rod Strickland in him, dog, and in in like his game, it got it got that. That Rod Strickland like but feel Rod to score. it. The Rod Strickland can score, man. That's a yeah, difference. Yeah, usually dog. too. Like some of the other greats in history have developed like later in their career, like a set shot, like but Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, like Magic to a degree as well. Like they, it's not like they're going to pull up off the dribble, but if you swing it to them and, and you wide open, like you just shoot that set shot, and they were able to knock it down. So it is surprising when you know some of these guys don't improve it's like you know what are you doing all summer um you're working on everything that you probably don't need to be working on that you're pretty good at and yeah i I don't i don't understand because like i said it's been shown that you can improve yourself to have a serviceable jump shot plus two i think the one of the major things in this series unlike when they when uh the pelicans played portland was that drew holiday was just to me bigger than then Lillard and um, McCullough, he was just a bigger guard and he was able just to do whatever he wanted. But going up against um, Clay Thompson, who was 6'7", got length, and he could play defense, and he could score on the other end, it, it just makes it's it more difficult game. for him. Yeah, it's a whole other player he's going up against. And honestly, he's probably one of the best two-way players in the league. If there wasn't like a Kawhi Leonard, I don't know, he may be one of the I don't know who else would be at the top besides Kawhi in terms of a two-way player, in terms of defense and can score. And I like Clay on offense better than I like Kawhi, for real. I might say Clay is better than Kawhi as a two-way player. That three ball is money. Money. That that joint is money. Yo, is is, uh, Brad Stevens, uh, Bill Belichick out here? Are they going to take they going to take care of Philly. He sagged the defense back. He forcing Ben Simmons to shoot the thing. He- so it. they will never be as hot from three as they were, uh, was it last night? Let's establish that. Like, these Bamas was on fire from three. Like, <laughs> everything they were putting, even the, what's the center that they got from the Spurs? Oh, Olenek. Olenek. No, not the, uh, Bang. Uh, not Olenek. Is it Bang, Jeff? Who, who are you talking about? The white center from the Spurs that uh, Celtics had. Oh yeah, Baines and yeah, Baines. He was knocking down three. I was like, like everything they put up, dog was going in. And I think Philly was like really off. At one point, they were three for eighteen from three. So I think that created a lot of disparity in the game. And also, I think the coach will come to the table with something different for Simmons because um, he won't even look at the basket unless he's two feet away. So I yeah. think they're gonna make adjustments, and I don't think you're gonna see the same thing. I don't uh, either. So Tony Ro- Terry Rozier out here frying twenty nine eight. Son, yeah, his icon flashing. Yo, just, his icon is flashing. Son, think about it. Like, like I know we're in this series now, and the Celtics have a great chance to win. Like, I, I think that the Sixers, as you mentioned, I think they'll make adjustments and they come back. They hadn't played in a week, and they're a young team for the most part. They do have veterans, obviously, but like, think about the fact that the two, like Bama's frying, like the most 
uh, besides Jalen Brown, who we know was out last night, are Tatum and Terry Rozier. And they're both more than likely going to go to the bench next year to back up Hayward and Kyrie. Like the oh. Celtics, man, are both. Oh. Oh. I would move both of them battles for real. No way. You tripping. No, the way Tatum is developing, I think Hayward coming back might hinder some of Tatum's development. Nah, dog. Like, I, you don't have, and they're not making anything. Like, they got, this is the chance where they could run off some. So, so, so this is the thing. This is the thing. I think if they get through this series, right, if the, if the Celtics win this series and they're playing like this, to me, I would feel confident in shopping Hayward or even maybe possibly, and I know this sounds crazy. Hold on, let me finish. I know this might sound a little bizarre, yeah. but shopping <laughs> <laughs> shopping Kyrie and getting future draft picks because you know you're going to get value back for Kyrie. Oh, you know you're going to get value back for Hayward. Like, realistically speaking. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they have done a lot. What I'm saying is the I mean, future right now looks, no, hold on, hold on. I'm saying, I'm saying the future looks very bright right now with your two superstars not even playing. And if yeah, I feel like play. I can get assets that sustain me for the next Five to ten years. So let me ask this to Jeff. I, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, ask me because Carol's so, not so, so, so if the Celtics, <laughs> so if the Celtics make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, you think it's out of the question for Rozier and Tatum to be starters next year? Yes. No, because Rozier ah. starting over Kyrie Irving. Like, are you kidding? Do we not? No, not over. I'm not saying Kyrie to the bench. I'm saying if he, if they, because more than half of the season, I think Kyrie was out. Right. Nah, I mean, just well, nah, the, the last, the last, the third, the third, the last third of the season. Yeah, like it was more like the end of the season. But Tony Rozier's been—I mean, Terry Rozier's been putting in work, though. He has been, but like, um, like I said, they haven't really done anything. Like, yeah, they're they're great, you know, and they've been playing great or whatever. But like when you're so talking about Conference Kyrie Finals Irving, oh, 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 Harold. Like when you're talking about Kyrie Irving, like this man. You know, is is as much as uh, uh, responsible for Braun winning it as Braun himself. Obviously, no, it's not enough to Kyrie. I'm just talking about sometimes addition by subtraction because the way you're able to play the same thing with the Wizards, like you're not able to play that same way when you have a more dominant basketball personality on the floor. And so, of course, the drop off isn't the same from John Wall to Sadoransky. I'm not saying that because clearly Rosier is frying. I'm just saying, if they're able to take what they have and get to the Eastern Conference Finals, whether that be through LeBron, who I don't think Cleveland's that good, or through Toronto, I just don't think it's out of the question to see what you can get. Now, if somebody's going to send you something ridiculous for Kyrie, like somebody that they trying to move a contract or something like that, like if they get a, a real center, I think that might be more impactful on them having a chance to win it all versus having... You know what I mean, Kyrie back? I mean, I would listen. Nah, I, I don't think so, man. I just think you I stand back. Like, Kyrie Kyrie got two years left on his deal. Obviously, Hayward signed a four-year four year deal, so he'll have three. And then you have you have the ability to have Tatum for five to seven years, the same with Rozier. Like, they're not going anywhere anytime soon, and that's the thing that Golden State has avoided. And, and realistically, it, it's going to come – uh, what, what do they say? Like the it's, yeah, it's the next the roost is going. You know, you know whatever that old saying is. Like they got a chance realistically to win two more championships because Clay is under contract. But after that, like we gonna find out what is really whether they could keep that together. So like that's you, it's just no reason to break up the Celtics when you got all that shooting 
Like you bring, like I said, with the shooting in the days NBA, you don't even need. They got Horford at six ten. He could play the four to five. Like it's just no reason to make a move. I'll just say that, like, one of the reasons why Celtics are in the position that they are in right now, currently, is because they were able to parlay assets in order to get in draft picks and get in a position where they could acquire talent. Yeah, and they drafted the right players. And they drafted the right players. And I mean, Philly had a chance to, they traded, they traded, you know what I mean, up to uh, that spot. They could have just took Tatum one and they wouldn't even, you know, um, or, or what what have you and they and then you would have had him playing immediately and now you don't even know what fault so Philly has missed on a couple picks it's just they nailed it big with uh with Simmons MB. and uh Oka, I mean um and B yeah so but I, yeah I just think I forgot they had Oka for two though yeah they though they flubbed up yeah, <laughs> to me, you just hold that team together. I mean, yeah. the young team like that. Why would you want to break that up at this point? When you can see what that team can do and gel together for the next three years, three to four years, with the Eastern Conference at that, right, declining, right. like you, you don't know right. where LeBron's right. gonna be next year. You know what I'm saying? The Wizards of the Wizards. You got uh, who else? In the, you got Toronto, but I'm not. I'm not really a big fan of. They might blow it up if they don't win this series, though. If Cleveland get thrown, <laughs> they might blow that up. So Yo, it, I'm gonna tell you what need to get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, them Washington Wizards, though. I'm so disappointed in the Wizards. Are you like, surprised? I, I, I am surprised, though. I'm surprised. I, I, I'm surprised that these Bamas gave up at home in a game, like, in a must-win game. These Bamas gave up. Though, I, like, and, yeah, I'm trying not to curse. Because, you know what I'm saying? I Let got, it out. I, we got I, the red button. I'm trying not to curse. Though, Gortat... How you played 31 minutes and had two points? You a bum! <laughs> 31 minutes, dog. You on the floor and you can only muster two <laughs> points? Come on, dog. Come on. It's the third year like, we've been having this conversation. Dog, I, I, dog, John Wall played 40 minutes. And, and I don't want to say like he didn't put forth no effort. You know what I'm saying? Because he did. 23, 8, 5. Like, he tried. But, dog, it's not good enough. Bradley Bill, 32. Three, okay, you scored, you was out there, Joe. But what your man do? You got the strap. Like we've, I mean, it's 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 already known that the Wizards lack de- defense. You know what I'm saying? It's already known Gortat some trash. You know, it, it, these these are knowns. Like you know, but it's just very disheartening. I'm just so like disappointed, dog. That these Bamas ain't even try. I just I'm think- out here got to apologize for these Bamas and everything, dog. It's ridiculous. I think a young center being added to the roster to help protect the rim, you'd be amazed at how much better they look as a whole team defensively. Right, teams a whole team. Teams Layups, dog. <laughs> Six three Bamas getting the offensive rebounds and laying it right back up with no contention at the rim. Then Scott Brooks won't make the adjustment. They keep letting Gortat get switched out at the three-point line. It's just, it's so much basic entry-level uh was it like pop warner level stuff that's going on and it's not being adjusted. And it's just, this the third year in a row, though. Like, as long as the management and head coach situation is what it is, like, the results are going to be what they are. We had this exact same Silver conversation Hill. in the last year. Yeah. Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club out here, though. It just, <laughs> like, I, I just, yeah, I don't. If he couldn't get a double like, weapon no. KD, what make you think Bradley Bill and John Wall is going to do better, though? Right. 
And don't forget he had Harden too now. Don't and Harden that. and uh, uh, Serge Ibaka. And Serge Ibaka on that roster. What makes you think this roster he gonna outperform next? Dog, blow it up. <laughs> Get rid of all of them Bamas, dog. I don't want to see no nobody fake. I don't care. You gonna be you can trade John Wall. No, you no, can no. train Bradley Bill. I don't care, dog. You Get rid of all of them. No, they don't. They Pops. don't want to win, dog. <laughs> I want, dog. I want winners. They play you like can't... Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club when the games matter anyway. So might as well just give me the Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club. Just give it to me. I don't care. <laughs> then you ain't going to be able to cover the whistle, though. They're going to be unwatchable. Right. Ernie will get fired, at least. Can we get some some silver lining out of this? These Bamas lose a game at home, a must win, and we ain't no firings, ain't no nothing. Ain't no change in the building. Yeah, that bothered me, dog. You didn't hear a rumbling of a rumor of a getting fired. I'm like, they just have to win the way <laughs> You ain't heard a word since the season been over. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, dog. And to me, that's that's what makes me mad. Cause they're 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 okay with being satisfactory, dog. Satisfactory, yeah. Yeah, going to the that's play. That's on that report card, dog. Not all for outstanding. As <laughs> for satisfactory, dog. I got beatings for S's, dog. <laughs> My mother spanked me for S's, dog. I'm trying to tell you. It had to be O or above, dog. But who gonna be her? Nobody. Exactly, dog. When are we gonna start having the Dan Snyder conversations with Taylor Yonces? That's what I want to know. Everybody got all the dog. slander in the world for Dan. But so I'm gonna tell you know, what's, what's gonna happen. If the Caps sneak around and get into the to the finals and win, then you know Bama's gonna forget like the Wizards some trash. They gonna just brush it over and give them a pass. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. It's like it's like if you have two kids and one kid become a doctor, the other the other kid, you know what I'm saying, a manager at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? No, you just... Stop! 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 Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, at Thanksgiving. Everybody get food to eat, but I'm just saying, you already know the kid that's a doctor gonna get a lot more respect. It's just, uh, that's how it is, though. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, that's just how it is. It's ridiculous, though. I'm through with the Wizards, though. I'm no, through with not. them. No, no, no. Nah, I, nah, I'm really no, through no. with them, dog. Like, they're they not gonna, gonna swindle me next year. They're not yeah, they swindling gonna, me next year. They're they gonna, nah. they gonna make one small move. Like something a little so slight, they gonna get rid not of going time. Not enough. Nah. <clears throat> what if they get? What if they get cousins? What would you say then? Oh yeah, if I mean, they get cousins. They hold get cousins. If they get cousins, <laughs> dog, I'm buying so, season tickets. So <laughs> I'm selling my car. I'm gonna buy a bucket car for fifteen hundred dollars down down Easter Motors or something, and I'm gonna sell my car and get buy season tickets. <laughs> dog, I'm with you on that though. They get cousins. It's a whole they thing. get cousins, dog. The whole ass, the whole SS family, we gonna be in that joint every game. <laughs> Telling you, dog. So, man, I, I ain't got nothing else positive to say about the Wizards, dog. Nothing. I don't want to hear no. We need, and, and that joint made me mad when John Wall talking about what they need. That joint made me mad. Like, I, I don't like to hear excuses. I think he was talking to the GM. It ain't sound like an excuse to me. I'm, I'm thinking he's he's I mean, he said that other players needed to basically do their part to get better too, though. So Gortat, he can't come out and say he's trying to say like GM. We need a what do you say, an athletic big or something else like that? Yeah, I mean, maybe that. He said as much as he that could. Portion, 
maybe that <laughs> portion of I what wish, he said was addressing the GM, but I like wish John Wall would just go hard and say we need to fire Ernie Grunfeld and just start a forest fire. And Ernie Grunfeld just gave just... him two forty, dog. He ain't saying nothing bad about that man. No, he didn't have a choice. His hands was tied. <laughs> you, you always got a choice now. Uh, he always well, make, not. He always make the wrong moves that basically back him himself into a corner. So then it's like he feel like he don't have a choice. <laughs> right. When these is all like decisions pay, he made. Paying pay right. Otto a max contract. The, right. the, exhibit A. Another egregious thing that I thought about the other day, you remember we let um who's the Bama that's with Houston now? The small forward. Um Ariza. Ariza go over eight million dollars a year that right. he That was one of the worst moves. Auto to twenty million a year? Are you kidding me? But that year, we who decided to be his replacement? I forgot. Oh, it was Otto. No, it was Paul. Oh, Paul Pierce. Oh, you're Paul Pierce. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Paul Pierce. To me, Ariza was a great compliment to the Wizards because he can play defense. He could play. He could shut, shut down the perimeter defense like a like a guard. But then he had a great transition offense, and he could shoot the three. Like it was a perfect player, and they let him go. And he was a veteran. Eight million. Yeah, it just didn't, it didn't make sense. And the chemistry was there with him and and Wall and those guys. I didn't get it. For eight million dollars, and he wanted to come back. Yeah, dog, Ernie. One good thing I will say, but it was a little too late. The Ty Lawson move was a good move. I feel like I yeah, feel like it really should have been done way earlier in the season. Yeah. We wouldn't have had to sit through Sadoransky. Sorry, yeah. Nah, he's that a beast, though. Sadoransky's no, a beast. Sadoransky was doing some things, dog. This year, you can't, <laughs> you can't that, that, was, that, was, that was for two weeks, dog. After Harold Sykes did Bama, as soon as Harold Sykes this Bama was giving you three points in twenty minutes. I'm like, you want to go look at the rim, dog? You six that seven. Bama, that Bama rolling all my endorsements, dog. I tried to endorse this Bama, but this Bama made me look like a fool. He made me look like a boo boo to fool. Titus Bama had eighteen minutes and two points. One rebound. He don't even look at the basket no more. That's I'm like, dog. Dog, you six seven. Dog, that's cause it's... Ubre come in that John. He take all the bench shots, dog. And Ubre and Ubre hurt the, that, he hurt the Wizards tremendously. Twenty six minutes and three points. He wanna be a three point shooter so bad. Yeah, though. my thing is so bad. I just don't understand why players this seems like they lack like uh that basketball IQ. Like if you're not knocking down that three. Like, you're athletic enough to get to the cup. And then also, every time you get the ball doesn't mean you have to shoot it. Like, <laughs> you, you have can force create, it. Yeah, you can create buckets for your dog teammates. Reincarnated. And if yeah, your shot's not, not falling, it shouldn't affect your defense. Yeah, it's it like, if his shot not falling, he stopped wanting to play defense. Yeah, it, should, it shouldn't affect any of that. And like I said, every time you get the ball doesn't mean you have to shoot. You can create shots for other players, like for teammates. So, like, that's just something that I just don't understand, like, how they don't, you know what I mean, grasp that. No, they have no, they, they don't have no discipline. Scott Brooks, you know, be like, all right, young, let's go out and win. Ain't no real, you know, they don't listen to him. It, it's like, it's like the parent that just, like, is so lenient, lets you do anything. Then when you be like, hey, I need you to clean your room, then... They just don't listen. They don't do it because you're so lean. You let them do everything. Or sometimes the parent don't know what the hell they're talking about and don't have the information to impart on the kid. Like, that could be the situation too. Probably be like, man, this kid don't know what he's talking about. It just, whatever. 
Because uh, I feel like they tuning Scott Brooks out, though. They just tuned him out, and they just playing. These Bavins don't play defense. They, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it's disappointing, dog. I'm, I'm done with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Barring so, they get Demarcus Cousins. So or, that's it. Cousins or Kawhi. Other than that, it's over. Kawhi is not coming to Washington. Let's just stop that right now. No, no, but it's the thing. It's the thing. So this is the thing. They could trade for Kawhi. They could do that. Not coming. No. You wouldn't rent for you. No. The thing is, the thing is, the which we call the the Spurs are going to have to do something with him. They're not going to be able to keep him on the roster if he's wanting to leave. They're going to want to get something back. I would give up Ubre, Martin Gortat, and a draft pick for a rental. uh, We talking about he going to trade Wall and Bill for for Kawhi for a rental. (laughs) (laughs) But do you see what he did? I mean, if he feels like his his he's not ready to play, he may sit out. I'd rather have him sitting on the roster than Gortat standing on the court. If it means getting that Gortat him. contract, get I'd rather have that Bama sitting in next to uh, Chick Hernandez and the Bama's on the sideline rapping on the microphones than have Martin Gortat anywhere near the arena. And his name Martian Gortat or something like that? Is it Martin? Some dumb Martian. Martian. M-A-R-C-I-N or something like that. Yeah. Get him out of here, dog. Come on, man. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, that's it, man. That's all. About to watch these games tonight. On a night. Yeah. Toronto. Toronto is going to come on at 8 o'clock. That's the first oh, yeah. game. That's y'all in the mix. All right, young. So that, that is our show. Yeah, that, that is our show. Shout out to Wiz Buffy. Shout out to uh, Kicking It With G-Man. Uh, shout out to... Uh, Sports Reality with Jeremy John. Shout out to uh, Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to uh, um, uh, Vegas Hip Hop Now. Uh, shout out to Lance J Radio out Seattle. Uh, shout out to uh, Ben and Knows Best for the hockey. We had to hit up my man Dan. Shout out to Hand Down Man Down. Uh, I think that's all, young. And then, of course, to our special guest for the day, Elliot Meredith, Prince Elliot. Uh, go check out the new single, "Clap My Hands." You know, I, I had a, I put the link up on the on the IG. You can check that out. Uh, follow us at OSS980. Um, and I believe that is all. We out. Shut up. Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel? Kingdom music.
All I can do is...